Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you finna do? Think I'll try to get on into Start right, good line, good view, it drew. Shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs that's up high and two fingers pointed. The green jacket is going north of the border. Mike Weir has won the Masters. Sometimes these part three look like an island. I punch and keep it on dry land. At least I'm a try man. I up with the five and might use the trap man. I got a chat man. My single ball speed rate of that bass man. And where that ball land. All right. Welcome to On the Screws podcast. Uh, this week we've got the founder and owner, Bradley Converse. Uh, so, Bradley, um, this episode we're going to kind of get into a little bit about how you created the company, kind of how you make the product. Um, kind of from start to finish, a lot of your builds, as I see, are custom, right? So, um, would love to hear a little bit about your game as well, and kind of uh, what got you into <laughs> what got you into kind of building the putters themselves. So, maybe just give us a quick introduction uh, of Bradley Putters. Well, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, See, so yeah, I'm Brad Converse. Uh, a lot of people think my last name is Putters. It's not. It would have been uh, Converse Putters, which would be a bunch of foot wedges. That, that doesn't work. Uh, so, yeah, I've been playing golf since about middle school. I'm 33 now. Um, and it's been about 10 years designing military equipment to survive nuclear blasts, like right out of high school. Uh, I got, had a cool job and then they wanted me to move to Virginia and I didn't really want to do that. So I started looking for something to do. Um, a pretty strong history in mechanical engineering and, but also, you know, my dad was a woodworker and I love design. And so just kind of designed a company around what I enjoy doing and uh four and a half years later here we are very cool so anybody who is checking this out on YouTube or I'll post a couple uh links into our uh, Instagram you can kind of see you right in the shop right now which is which is pretty amazing so yeah, um this is the acrylic area so like stabilizing wood and acrylic pouring uh there's a, a dehydrator under the camera here there's pressure pots vacuum pots there's an oven there for dehydrating wood. Uh, we've got a ton of wood there. We've got more wood over here, uh, stabilized wood, dried wood, and yeah, just a whole lot of crazy materials to work with. A lot that goes into it. So what's uh, like? What's your product line look like? So if I know you do a lot of custom um, putters, which we can get into because I know like I've listened to a few of your Instagram lives or some of your posts that that is quite a process in itself. It's not all about you building a putter. It's kind of about like, hearing their story, hearing the client or the customer's story, building something special and unique for them. Um, but I know that you have a couple other things on your website. So what is, uh, what's your product line look like? Yeah, essentially, um, the majority, vast majority of what we do is a custom builder essentially. So most people, when they get a putter from me, we spend about a half hour on the phone and my product, like my main product is stories. Like it's a, a storytelling piece that you take on the course and people will ask you questions and it's a chance to talk about uh, your relationship with someone, um, your other hobbies, your past history and you know, what you used to do in your previous before your retired life. Um, it's it's uh, just story pieces. Um, and they're fully functional, uh, high-end putters, but we can do some pretty cool things with them that beg a question. So like as you're out there on the course with it, someone's going to see it and be like, why does it have um, Blastoise on the bottom of it? Why is it, you know, it's an American flag shape, but there's also something embedded in it. What is that that's embedded in it? Or, oh, you've got some like weird looking toy embedded in it. Like, why did you embed that toy in there? And they're talking about, the toy that their uh, son used to hide in their luggage every time they went on a trip. Um, 
and their relationship with their son and, and going on and on with that. There's so many opportunities for talking about your family and who knows what. Um, and so that's, that's what we do. We, I spend about a half hour with each client, uh, coming up with a really cool plan for their putter. And then we make something pretty much every putter we make is unlike any putter we've made previously. Um, so yeah, we, we've done a few like standard lines kind of things, but that's, we don't do that too often at all. It's for the most part, we just make, like we take custom to a ridiculous level. It's kind of the, the best way to explain it. Absolutely. I know you've got a pretty uh, popular social media following, so I'm sure quite a few people listening to this will think the same thing. And, and uh, like, I, I looked at like the Kobe Bryant one, I thought like, you know, they're all just, you've had some with like a corkscrew in it, like a masonry one. So um, like I mentioned to you, yeah, I mentioned to you, I've got a couple uh trade backgrounds as well. So that's where kind of you know, I don't really blend anything into my golf game, but I, I love the fact that you've been able to do that, which is uh, pretty amazing. So I'm going to ask you a question that I know you probably get all the time, but what's the favorite putter you've ever built? It's like, you know, what's your favorite kid, kind of, but not, not as extreme as that. But uh, the one I usually like to tell, we made a putter out of Saddam Hussein's chair once. That was wild. I met a guy in Bermuda who just asked me like straight up, can you make a putter out of anything? I'm like, yeah, I probably could. This was a couple of years ago. Like I, pretty sure i can make a putter out of anything but what do you have in mind he's like can you make it out of a chair yeah why would you want to make it out of a chair he was in uh in military in the marines and um smuggled just a, i mean it's not even like that pretty much he smuggled a like a cushion of a chair out of um his palace you know i'm not supposed to do that but i won't tell you who it is and whatever and so we took some of that fabric and um uh laid it over some weights and then used wood from the uh, chair itself like as the face and the bottom and it just turned out super crazy cool and so when he like the first time he took it out on the course it was at this really high-end course like tom brady's course or something they could even have cell phones out there and by the end of the round the word had gotten out about that putter and he like you know stood up in front of everybody at this big charity tournament and told them the story of this putter at the end just because wow. it was so unique and special like there's um yeah it that was a cool one. But then, I mean, we've done so many putters where it's just really special to a person um, where, I mean, I could talk for hours about all the putters we've done where each one, like going through my Instagram, I could point at pretty much any, um, any putter we've done be like, oh yeah, this was for this person. This is why we did it that way. Um, and, and they also just keep getting more and more complicated and beautiful and crazy like we, uh, every week we add some new method and so um they, they just keep getting prettier and prettier and uh and then it just you know oftentimes a story needs an element that we couldn't have done previously but now that i know we've got a new like we, we're doing really detailed engravings right now like images uh we're doing a putter for augusta um like with like it looks like augusta number 12 on the bottom um and, and being able to like engrave all the right colors for that, that's capability we didn't have a couple months ago. Like we can do all that now. And so it's just, as we keep adding stuff, we just keep telling more and more intricate stories. So why, why can you add those, those colors in now? Like, is there like, are you using like a different type of sealer product or is there a way like your curing system that you, that you can add them? Yeah. So it's a different, uh, different product. Essentially we, we use UV curing, 
So okay. we used to do, um, you mix two acrylics together, two epoxies together. And then after 12 minutes, it starts to harden. And then after two hours, it's mostly cured. And another two hours, it's pretty much full cured. But that takes a long time. And it's pretty much one day for every color. And now we've got a uh, resin, um, a uh, UV resin, where we can cure it in five minutes. And we can get awesome. it to exactly how we want. So it's just been able to take it to ridiculous levels where we can have like an exact swirl we want. Um, and as soon as it looks perfectly, we hit it, whereas old acrylics would move and wander and you have to put them under pressure for a long time. Right. Um, it's yeah, that was, it worked great for, you know, well, we did that, but now we just have so much more control over the actual artwork of it. So I know, um, like you mainly you've, you've built some, like some steel putters in the past and whatnot. Like I noticed that you had them up on your website and, and, but the main thing that you build with is wood. So there's, you know, thousands of different types of wood, like burl and everything that you guys work with. I saw earlier on an Instagram live that you're able to go to a local wood shop and kind of pick, hand pick a bunch of pieces, like even just cutoffs of, of what they aren't using and whatnot. So is wood your favorite product to work with? Yeah, it's the only thing we use now. We did a few with metal where I had a, and I'm an engineer designer, so I designed some putters and we did some wood inserts in them. But uh, there'd be a lot of times where we have it all done and someone would say, oh, could you do this as well or this instead? Like we don't have a CNC machine here. We're a wood shop more than anything. Right. Um, and so, it, and there's other companies that do great metal putters that they can get really intricate with it. And that's just like not a world we want to live in. Like we own the wood putter, the crazy custom wood putter world. Like we got that world pretty well handled um and expanding into metal putters it's a very full market with really good uh people in there it's just not a world we need to be in so yeah we use <clears throat> exclusive like we we do uh wood and or acrylic or like it's always a wood base and we'll either do straight wood or we'll add acrylic to it okay um and then and then we'll embed materials in the acrylic you know bullets or um yeah you you name it whatever someone wants to embed in there we'll do that as well <clears throat> but you know it's always and thing is like most people haven't rolled one of my putters you know the, the wood and acrylic it sounds like oh it's gonna be light it's not gonna feel good like once you roll one like we used to do a lot of trade shows um you know before the whole world changed and uh, it was always funny watching someone hit it like the first thing they do is they walk by and they look at it and they kind of look at their buddy like oh yeah wood butter. there's if they don't already know about it, it's like oh yeah there's no way that's good i'm like yeah okay, just roll it um and you know they'll want to talk about it before and i'm like i don't even want to talk about it just roll the putter see what happens and so then they roll it and uh their face every time just like i was not expecting that like yeah, yeah i mean it feels like a really good solid putter with really good responsiveness um, really good feedback on miss distance control is something I get to text probably the most about is how much, how much better someone's distance control is with it. Um, so it's definitely like I designed it first for performance, but then they're gorgeous and we've learned new ways to do artwork with it. Um, so yeah, we've gotten really good with the art side of things. And so people think that it's just art because it's so good with art, right. but it's performance first for us. So the weighting would be typical to like, it would be your wow. standard 330, 350 gram putter, whatever it is that, uh, yeah, the client wants. Yeah. So like essentially we take a block of wood when it fill it with acrylic, um, we calculate the density of it and then we have internal weights that, uh, depending on the shape, we know what the final weight of that wood with that density is going to be for the putter. And so then we know exactly how much internal weights we have to add to it. We've made putters well over 400 grams. Um, you know, we wow. definitely don't go too light because one too light's not great. Yeah. It's a lot better to have a little bit more weight, but 
typically 350, but we can make whatever somebody wants. And then we can you know, face balance it, we can toe hang it, whatever someone wants. That just comes down to the uh, the hosel and the way the shaft works. Um, but yeah, it's whatever spec someone wants. Like that's the easy part. We can always match someone's specs. Uh, it's, it's always more like, what story do you want to tell? That's, that's the fun part for us. Yeah. Very cool. Like I know one of the questions that we got, um, like I had posted that, uh, you and I were having a chat. So somebody had mentioned inserts versus like a milled face. So you guys don't really, obviously with wood and acrylic putters, there's no milled faces. Um, would you say that the putters feel more like an insert? Like I've rolled an insert putter, the like an Odyssey number nine right up until this year. And then now I started playing a milled face. Um, would you say it's more comparable to one or the other? I would say, so it's, um, it changes a lot depending on exactly where you hit on the face. So if you okay. hit the sweet spot, it feels like an insert. Like it feels really soft. If you hit it off the toe or heel, it feels more like a milled face where you get a lot of responsiveness. Um, and the reason that happens is you've got your stabilized wood is low density. Like compared to a steel block, a stabilized, like our blocks are very light comparatively. Uh, but then we put in enough internal weights to get to the same weight as a steel putter. So what happens is the shockwave travels from the point that you hit it on the base and it hits all the weights because the density changes. It rebounds off of those weights. And when you hit the sweet spot, everything's symmetric. So you get really low frequencies responding. And that feels like, you know, when you hit a bat, like when you pure it, when you hit your driver and you pure it, there's very low frequencies and it feels awesome. When you hit it off the toe, that's when this frequency skyrocket because the distance between the impact in all the different weights is very different now. And so you really feel like the, that you hit off the toe or the heel, but because you've got a lot of perimeter weighting because it's low density weights and your low density material, you really put the, um, the internal weights far away from the sweet spot. We have a high moment of inertia. So the face resists twisting and you've got a nice solid weight to it. So it doesn't slow down too much on the toe. So you can get a ton of forgiveness on mishits with this material um, and you don't need to groove the face because typically like metal putters uh, metal's really hard and so the softness the feel off the face comes from like the ball compressing the metal compressing and when it's just solid it doesn't compress very much because it's just solid when you groove it it allows the grooves to compress a little bit and so it feels softer but our wood already has an ideal hardness to it so you don't need to add we, we've added grooves before it makes it insanely soft there's no real great reason to do that uh, because it already feels great so we don't add grooves it doesn't affect the roll your dynamic loft affects the roll a lot more than anything else um and it, until you're hitting like a five iron or six iron the grooves on even an iron don't really matter that much because it's just it's not getting a lot of um you know uh, side you're not gripping the ball by hitting it at a, a you know, steep angle of attack. You're, right. It's it's flat on flat. So uh, grooves are just there to make it feel softer. Um, I've had people send me links to studies where, oh, look, look how much the grooves affect the roll. And I look for the entire document. Where does it say anything about dynamic loft? And it doesn't say it once. Like, well, then that they've missed the entire point. So if they have an entire article that talks about the roll off of a putter and they don't mention dynamic loft once, then... I just not gonna like that's not a, a well like their methodology Right. On a driver, you've got to hit draws, fades, low, high. 
uh, yeah, know, he's gonna spin much like high spin, low spin. Um, there's a lot going on. It's really high speed, so there's a lot of ways for things to go wrong. Yeah, the tech definitely matters there. And people also say like, oh well, I could hit a putter with anything. I'm like, I could make you a putter that you would be trash with, that would not work well for you, that would feel terrible, that would be you know, either too light or the weights in the wrong spots. Like, I'm not saying that the tech in putter doesn't matter. I'm saying that certain things matter. And right. at the end of the day, on a putt, you have to hit it straight and you have to control the distance. Beyond that, I don't care how any consistency, you know, obviously matters, but you're not hitting, you're not hitting like, oh, this is a side hill. This is downhill. This is uh, from the rough from, I mean, yes, some greens out there kind of seem a little bit uh, closer to rough than than greens (laughs) these days, but for the most part, it's, it's pretty simple. What you're trying to do with a putter, it's history, control distance. And, um, we, and we have people shoot well under par with these all the time, you know, with tournaments, I don't, I don't advertise to pros because we don't want that amount of publicity like it's just not if, like if one of my putters was all uh, you know being talked about by um you know the announcers at a pga tournament it would it's me and one guy it would inundate us and it's not something we want so yeah we don't go that route but you know we've had all sorts of you know people winning the club championships with them and um you know i shot three under par at a uh, course a couple weeks ago with mine like it's just they're fantastic putters yeah are also art i saw that story too so i can attest to that at least i wasn't there but i saw you post that story uh <laughs> that was my birthday. yeah it was, uh yeah i mean it was a par 67 course so it, was, it didn't have a couple par fives which makes it tougher too because i hit the ball a long ways and you usually can get uh, right like, like yeah but um yeah no, that was that was a fun day but then i mean we played from the tips on another course um you know close to seven thousand yards and shot 76 on a nice. 72 there Good for you, um, the next day. So, I mean, it, I'm not a great golfer by any means, but you know, 28 putts and I mean, we, yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about your, uh, tell me about your putter then you have as many as you want, I'm sure. But, uh, like which one are you typically gaming right now? Mine's simple. Like it's just one of our very first Luna XLs. Um, it's just, it's gorgeous maple burl and it's you know got our old brand on it um it's nothing crazy i mean we we're making crazy stuff for everybody all the time and we're you know plenty backed up doing that and yeah. uh it's kind of like you know the the cobbler's son wears no shoes or whatever um like it's always focusing on like i've, I've got another one that is made of cherry wood from my childhood home i used to sit in that tree and spit cherry pits at my sister like that's a really cool one like made my dad a matching one like there's there's some fun stuff there and um yeah i'm left-handed so like a lot of times, you know, we make a lot of righty putters. And so like I'll, I'll put right handed with those, but for the most part, yeah. um, I've got my, it's, it's a very trusty, like just my, yeah, it's, yeah, it works. Beautifully yeah. Me, you're so. talking, you're talking to a Canadian here, man. We're, we're 30% of us are lefties up here. So you're, uh, uh what's funny is yeah. whenever someone like, you know, cause of hockey, like I talk to people, um, like anytime I talk to someone from Canada, I, Yes, left-handed. Like, how'd you know? I'm like, because you're all hockey players. Like, exactly. Up, it's it's 11% in America, and it's like, yeah, 30 to 50%. Yeah, just, apparently, like, it's over 30%. So I would, like I've said numerous times, I golf regularly with, like, seven, eight, nine guys, and uh, there's a couple righties in our group. So it's pretty uh, it's pretty well-dominated. My wife's right-handed. My sister's left-handed. So it's not just all hockey players. I think it's just kind of like how we're, uh, I don't know, what, what's accessible to us, right? My brother started as a lefty when he was like a teenager he moved over to right-handed so uh yeah 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 pretty amazing well, so in our engineering classes like in college it was half lefty like, it's just, really yeah like, yeah use our brains differently i guess i don't know but yeah that was interesting like that's yeah, pretty cool and then i play with 
I don't know. Yeah, I tell you, it's very few lefties down here. Like, yeah. There, and we always get comments on being on the wrong side of the ball. Or I'm like, yeah, well, if I'm on the wrong side of the ball, why am I 50 yards past you, Jerry? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like I, I've, I've chatted with a couple, uh, couple of pro golfers that are down in the states, and they've said the same thing. There are very few lefties, and obviously we see that in like the PGA Tour and whatnot. There's only a handful, right? But we've got Mike Weir, who recently just had a win up here, so we are, uh, we're back on the nice. map. We're back on the map for now. But uh, maybe, maybe you can. Um, I know you don't have a ton of time to. So I'm not going to keep you too long, but maybe you can kind of explain how the process, if anybody's interested in getting a putter from you, how does the process go? Yeah. Uh, so easiest thing is when I come up on my website, bradleyputters.com, there's a chat box on there and that just goes literally straight to my phone. Um, and the hard thing is like, there's kind of a lot of education that has to happen. Like right. uh, there's so much that I can do with the putter that on one hand, like, I mean, no one ever comes to me and says, this is exactly what I want on the putter. Like if they do that, doesn't end well because they they usually like think they know what they want but i'm like that's not actually going to look that good so we have to tweak it but um essentially what works best is when someone comes to me with an idea of you know either i want to get a putter for myself my dad just you know passed away or whatever and i want to do something that reminds me of him that's all you need to come to me with i'll tease out the stories and then we'll come up with you know the shape and uh the design elements you know are you a flashy kind of person are you uh, more reserved whatever you name it we'll we'll design it for you so that we can make stuff really flashy we can make stuff really reserved right. um and then once we've got that i mean it, it always starts with a phone call so you, you, you chat with me for a little bit on the uh, internet just so we get a or on instagram or wherever just reach out dm me um and we kind of figure out a time to chat and we spend usually about a half hour on the phone just talking about uh stories ideas what's going to be a cool way of making this putter that you know, based on i've got tons like thousands of pictures on my instagram of different things i've done in the past um you can kind of send me like okay i like this one i like that one and then we uh get an order on the books from that discussion uh and then from there we use software where every putter we make um like all the custom putters we make i show you like this is the wood like i post pictures to your own specific trello it's called trello uh your own trello board where you see what the block is looking like what the acrylic pour is looking like um what the like the shape you know when we cut it and weight it like what that's looking like what the shape looks like we upload the artwork so if we're putting you know an image of your childhood home on the bottom or whatever and people send us wood from like the barn that their parents grew up uh tending or whatever um you get pictures as we're making that so you see what we're doing and you can tweak it midstream i guarantee everyone loves the putters so like I mean, we just made one recently where it was exactly what he asked for and um and then his wife was like oh i thought it would be different like this and he's like oh you're right that would look really like a lot better and so we're making him an entirely new putter just because i want him to love it and show it off to his friends like we pay very little for marketing we just make really cool putters that people want to talk about absolutely um, and then you know go viral from there uh, what, what so, about uh like what about shafting options uh so i mean we can do um you know, center shaft double bends slant necks uh whatever toe hang you might want um uh, we do chrome shaft then white shaft uh black shaft um uh we've got uh black blue and brown grips and we also do exotic head covers where you know, someone says they want um you know red shiny gator will make head cover matching grip out of that whatever you could want um we can do some ridiculously crazy exotic stuff we do like matching ball markers and repair tools um where we'll like put we've even done ones where like we put exotic skin in the ball marker repair tool those always look cool um but yeah it's we'll make 
pretty much whatever someone could possibly dream up. And then usually crazier than that, because they usually call me up like asking if I can make a 35 inch putter or if I can make it left-handed. I'm like, yeah, that's easy. Like, let's, let's go deeper. What, what, you know, what color car did your dad drive? Like, yeah, exactly. Media, like, let's, let's work with this. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of, just a lot of room for us to really tell a story that's going to be special to you. And then it just becomes your Peter Pan butter, like something that's going to make you happy. Um, every time you look at it, you're going to like think of something that is just that, that you love. And uh, that's just, that's what's fun to me. It's, it's not like, and I like people not, I, you know, I, I see some butter makers, they ain't gorgeous stuff, but they just figure out every single butter. It's, it's a different way for them to put their own name on it. And like, that's cool. And a lot of people buy that and it works. So I'm going to, obviously works really well for them um but i much prefer like new stories and like when we put a little tiny bradley with the serial number that's it other than that it's your story like, right that's way more fun for me i'd get so bored if i just had to figure out ways to put bradley on a player like i'd run out of ideas for that so fast so if we want it we ask you you'll engineer it you'll build it and you'll create it and then it'll go in our bag so when we're missing those three and four footers it won't uh it won't hurt so bad right so that's perfect that's perfect no it's there the feel on them is just that's the part that like if everyone could feel what a bradley felt like we'd get inundated real fast yeah um but we yeah prefer to uh I mean, we, we like the just slow trickle that we do and we work on 30 putters a month roughly right um you know we're not we're not a high volume shop it takes us one to two months to make each one typically um you know, we're selling one to two putters a day, if that. Like that's that's our gravy zone. We really like that, um, and we just chug along and get. I mean, I get to know each person. Like every putter we make has the person's name on it. Like the box that you know, the blue boxes up there, like has the person's name. We know exactly who it's for. I've spent at least half hour on the phone talking to them. Like we'll text back and forth. Uh, we get to know each other, so that's fun. Like I don't, and I don't make like you know. 30 putters for a country club. Like we don't do bulk order stuff. Like we'll do some right. rooms every so often, but uh, for the most part, just the most special fun stuff. Very cool. So I've got a, I've got a quick segment here called the, uh, we've got a, a beer sponsor, triple bogey brewing, um, not down in the States that much. So I'm going to run through a quick segment with you called the swing oil segment. So I'm just going to ask, you, ask okay. you a couple quick questions. You don't have to put much thought into them, fire an answer back, and then I'll let you go. You're a lefty. Just like myself. So if you switch over to the other side of the T block, you play around. What do you think you're going to shoot? Uh, I'd probably break 100. Um, okay. I, I used to coach at the high school level, and on one of the holes, like I started playing golf right-handed with my dad's set, um, and then I uh, I would make them use my club, and I'd use their club, and see if they could beat me. So yeah, I mean it's not the prettiest thing, but it uh, it works. It gets, I mean, you get it done. Do get around the course. Or anything, but. Uh, you know, my home course, I could probably break under there. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Now, putting would be great. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got some experience with the right-handed putting for sure. Uh, favorite snack at the turn can be a liquid one as well. Favorite snack, and it can or can't. It can be a liquid. Can be a liquid. Um, I'm kind of basic. I I do enjoy just a Coors Latte, just like like not too much flavor, just easy. Um, that's probably it i also don't eat or drink much on the course it's like i'm there for golf and a good time and like me drinking a lot of beers is too like <laughs> so yeah. i uh i definitely don't drink a ton but um yeah or actually i most common one i do is a snickers bar 
that's my jam. Okay, there's uh there's going to be a beer from up here called Triple Bogey plus three. It's going to be finding its way. It's in a really cool green can. I feel like you'll I'll like be it. That for sure. Yeah, and yeah, it's if that's, if that's anywhere close to me. It's a great yeah, golf beer, so it'll it'll be alcohol rules. Yeah, send that down. And, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be making your way down soon. So, um, you're on your way to a golf trip. What song is playing? It is probably um, some Johnny Cash is always good. Okay. Yeah, pretty much anything Johnny Cash. Good cartoons. For sure. So um, you're on that way to the golf trip. You open up your luggage. Three non-related golf items in your luggage. Uh, Non-related golf items in my luggage. I pack terribly for golf trips. (laughs) Like, it's so bad. I usually, like, forget underwear and socks, and um, it's it's real bad. Bottle of whiskey, uh, although that's kind of golf-related, but, you know. Uh, Actually, we bring this muscle tens unit thing. just in case we get a real bad, like you ever seen those, like where it like shocks your muscles and makes them like kind of like that, like this. Not as cool as that. It's more like it's the sticky things that like. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that will like put on people's hands and stuff and make them like freak out. It's it's. Fun. Yep. Um, that's a good one. And then, uh, again, I pack terribly. Like another bottle of whiskey. Sure. That's okay. Hey. Pretty. Much, we did have two bottles of whiskey on the last trip, but. Um, yeah, and they got packing of socks. Like I'm always, I'm so excited to get out there on yeah, the course man. and play. Like I was in Bermuda and I just think my golf didn't pack my bag well at all. And you know, I, I make ball markers for a living. I didn't have a single one in my bag. <laughs> I had to, I didn't have a coin. I literally had to pull the pop top off of a can and use that as my ball marker. You're playing in a solo round and you get an, you get an ace, you get a hole in one. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to pull my phone and start grinning that from the tee box up okay. just to make it, you know, look as real as possible and, uh, then probably cry at home. Yeah, that would be, that would definitely, somebody's asked me that question before and it would be, it'd be frightening. Like, I don't know if I'd wait for the group behind me or I'd call like the marshal or something. I'm, I'm still not sure what I'd do. I hit the pin. I hit the pin last year. Luckily my, uh, what, but it was my wife and sister that were golfing with me. So I, I thought to myself, like, are people really even going to believe it anyway? But, uh, so that's true. She's competitive. She would not, uh, she would not lie. So you're, uh, you're playing a solo round and you get paired up with somebody. Who would it be? One non-golfer and one golfer. A non-golfer to play with and a golfer to play with. Um, I would say, man, Elon Musk could be a, hoot to play with i don't think he plays golf so that would be awkward uh, no that's a couple weeks in a row talking about elon musk uh one of the or a couple weeks back one of the uh, canadian pros i was talking to he's actually i guess teaching somebody who is involved with the spacex program that elon musk is running so he's like into the third wave of applications to uh to do the I guess civilian space launch or something, which is pretty wild. So that's, uh, that's I think wild. Elon Musk would be pretty cool to golf with. He'd be interesting. That is for sure. And yeah. Then, uh, I just have to say Phil Nicholson, like being a lefty golfer, yeah. he is just one of the funniest, most interesting guys in golf. Like um, that would be just a hoot. Like, Agreed. I'll, I'll bring yeah. Mike Weir and we'll make it a full uh, force of lefties. It'll be a pretty good time. <laughs> We'd get a lot of comments. Yeah, like, absolutely. No one would care that Phil Mickelson there. They wouldn't even notice it was Phil. They would just say, oh, cool, four lefties. Like, yeah. There's, that's a unicorn right there. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bradley. I know you got a client coming in, so I'm going to let you run. Um, 
anybody looking on uh, anybody checking out YouTube right now, you can see um, their their Instagram link just in below his uh, his photo there or the video. It's just at Bradley Putters. Um, and then, like you said, we can reach you. What's the uh, website we can reach you on, Bradley? Yeah, it's uh, BradleyPutters.com. If you're on the uh, the YouTube, you can see this is uh, Blastoise on the bottom of Putter there. Uh, you that can is, kind of see that. Like, yeah. This, dude. I can see stuff. it. I can see it clear. That's awesome. Uh, man. American flag putters. Um, your Canadian flag putter, real easy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, Instagram at Bradley Putters. Website BradleyPutters.com. Um, yeah, my cell phone's on the website. Like it's yeah, I'm pretty easy to get hold of. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a very busy guy. You're away for the weekend, so maybe uh, down the road we can catch up and do it again sometime. And if I'm ever uh, making my way through, I know you got a simulator in the shop, right? So I'm gonna pop by and uh, I'm gonna pop by and see you. Oregon's pretty much the Canada of America, so you're welcome anytime. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thanks, Bradley. Take care, man. Thank you, man. All right, bye for yeah. now. Check out my car for the scope. Nope. See that I'm through the low. Nope. Go ahead and count out the birdies so far. It's three in a row. 224 to the hole. No hybrid behind. I pull as a vote. They say that you drive for the show. Uh. They say that you pop for the dope.